I think I like the O and the U's better than the grr and the U's. <laughs> Fair enough. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinema Sins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. Still playing a video game. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins <laughs> and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. That really that really tickled Jonathan. It did. Today. I'm gonna no, I'm sorry. Are we are we saying Danae or Grogu? I believe her name is Grogu. <laughs> what? Why am I Grogu? I don't know. Why do we're I talking have to about be Grogu? You. Actually I I guess I don't mind being Grogu of all of the well, of all of the Mandalorian characters to be. We've called you baby Danae for this whole time, but we just found out your name was Grogu. <laughs> Baby, it's a week baby of Hughes. it's a week of uh, discoveries. Yeah, on yeah. behind the scenes. Oh man, it's going to be weird to talk about Mandalorian this week and not talk about the finale. That's true. That's right. We've just seen the finale, so this is because every yeah. week, every week we talk about it a little bit, like with okay, here's what released, and then we we kind of give a little hint of our foreknowledge mm-hmm. and how we feel about it. Yeah. But maybe maybe in the uh, outtakes we can talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, it is weird, Danae. It is weird to have these these kind of like shifts in time. I feel like a time traveler when we do this because yeah. it's like yeah. we're, de- and we're dealing with three different moments in time, right? We're dealing yeah. with the moment of time of when we, you know, saw it and, and, you know, wrote it. We're dealing with the moment of time of now. And then we're also dealing with the moment of the time of the future. We're going to be talking yeah. about the now. Well, and so it just gets all, it all gets kind of jumbled. We need so. to get used to it because Disney Plus has made sure we're going to be insta <laughs> That's right. We're going to be insta Disney Plus forever. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I, listen, I, I've really enjoyed this uh, this going through the Mandalorian so I'm, I'm excited for more Disney Plus shows I will, keep them that, coming that the announce the uh, intro or the preview of an, a, one of the shows really got me excited because I don't know that I necessarily need a show about that character but I love those two actors yeah and I and I've, I've loved them being together um, on the show so I'm really excited to see them do their own show yeah even well, if it has a we don't, terrible title we don't have anything you know any kind of like you know shop to upkeep or anything before we get into it so let's just get into it let's no. uh let's do this inside scoop what's he building in Uh, we're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff that we are sending, and we've already kind of started talking about Mandalorian. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun going through this, and I'm super excited for this episode uh, in particular. I think, personally, this is the episode where I was like, oh, this isn't just a fun, good show. This is a great show. Like, this show is going to do more than I thought it was going to do uh, based on the Ahsoka appearance and kind of how well mm-hmm. they handled that and all that kind of stuff. Like, this is, I think, where I fell into that next level of love with this show. I'd already loved it and really enjoyed it. And then after this episode, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of my favorite shows, like, of all time now. Like, this is really fun. Wow. Yeah, it was. Re- I mean, I thought I, I still I don't know that I'm going to that level, but I it's a very, very fun show. And this episode just continues that fun. I uh, I think Barrett had something to say about Rosario Dawson too, but I I don't know how I feel about I love Rosario Dawson. I just I don't know something about her her in this episode didn't sit that well with me. But she's apparently really? going to get her own show. So you I know. thought she was great. I thought she was perfect I, for Ahsoka. I don't know. There's I don't know. I I can't put a finger on it. I've only seen the episode once, and I didn't write on it, so I didn't like you know study it or anything. But yeah. um, there was something a little not it was I don't know felt a little off. But I could just be. 
Yeah, I know. It. Honestly, the fans wanted her as yeah, Ahsoka yeah, yeah. even before yeah. she was cast. So yeah, it's, it's she really didn't. She didn't thing. voice the character or anything, right? Like on the no. cart- on the animated no. series. The complaints okay. that I was reading were related to her um, her tendrils mm-hmm. that they that due to stunt work they shortened them, but that actually would, according to her species, make her younger, and mm. so they thought that was a big disappointment for them is that her tendrils indicate her experience and her age. And so they, they were like, well, I mean, hello, CGI, hello, something that you could do to just bring them down more. That was the, that was the complaint that I saw. Listen, listen, there's too much. There's just too much body pressure for women in our culture and <laughs> i don't know that it's I body love, pressure i think she's I know beautiful you, with long tendrils uh, hold on, hold short on, tendrils hold on <laughs> this is different what you're talking about is like your your tendril obsession and i understand that like you're like i love tendrils of all but listen all shapes she, and sizes it's supposed to show her experience and her, her age oh, i gotcha. think it's not yeah. about that you can cut your tendrils and you look cuter <laughs> right, or anything right. yeah yeah well, I was going to say, if I can go on a quick side note, you guys were talking about uh, the age and stuff. Uh, my friend, actually Dave Irwin, who's been on the Sincast multiple times, he brought this up, so I'll give him credit for this, but I thought this was really cool. This show has done such a great job with uh, the female characters and even more specifically hiring actresses or actors over 40, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, with Rosario Dawson and uh, Ming-Na Wen and, um, mm-hmm. um, oh, what's the Strangers with Candy? No, I, I've actually noticed that even with Bo-Katan, I was like, you know, I'm looking at women who have wrinkles and expression uh, lines in their faces and they have like they have bags yeah. under their eyes. They just look like normal yeah. fucking people. And it's yeah. really refreshing. I mean, there's young people as well. Yeah, there is. There's different sized women. I mean, you've got like Xena Warrior Princess linebacker chick, which I love, mm-hmm. you know, yes. so I'm really impressed with that, too. In fact, like. I didn't even notice until it was pointed out to me this uh, the finale that like it's just women, mm-hmm. which is cool. I'm glad that it's not something that I'm noticing, I guess. But there really are putting women in these lead roles, well, and I do yeah, appreciate cool. that. And it did, and it didn't feel Amy Sedaris, by the way, was who I was, or Amy Sedaris, oh, yeah, that's yeah, who yeah. I was trying yeah. to think of. She's been on it a couple of times. Katie Sackoff, I believe she's like forty, but um, she's a little older, but um. But also with that, going to that that point you're talking about, Danae, which I know we'll talk about that more in a couple of weeks, but I really like that scene too because it didn't feel as forced as, say, uh, Avengers Endgame, which is a really fun scene where all yeah. the women fight, but it felt but it kind just, of Well, it, it felt, felt kind so of out of it. Yeah. 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 Because the rest of the movie is happening and all of a sudden it's just like, yeah. and we're going to cut over here and have this women yeah. uh, converging, which, and then it goes back to the other scenes. Whereas yeah. I feel like Mandalorian has been introducing these female characters and kind of folding them in. Yes. So that by the end, it's almost like, like, oh, wait, where did all the dudes go? Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about it. Because, <laughs> you know, the Blue Man group, they had a dude in that Blue Man group, right? Yeah. The Blue Mando group. Yeah. Wasn't it? But wasn't there one guy? Uh, I, uh, I, I know nothing I thought there about was one Blue guy. Man group. No, no, no. She's talking about Blue Mando Group, uh, Katie Sackhoff's oh, team. Um, gotcha. I thought that there was one guy, but maybe I'm wrong about that. No, I, thought be, there was I know originally... there were at least two women, and I can't remember if the third was male or female. But he's I gone. Don't, like, where I don't he go? notice gender. I'm just so gender oh, blind. You're so advanced. Um, yeah, I'm just very advanced on that stuff. So, <laughs> um, I will read what uh, Barrett had to say, though. Barrett said, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Ahsoka and really don't know much about her, but she can fuck off for this episode. 
Wow. Ba- Shame on you, Barrett. Uh, Barrett's just uh, wrong on this. I didn't feel that strong. I wasn't that he strong. He said um, she's only helpful to give Baby Yoda a bullshit name and do the whole I can't drink wrong. him nonsense. Wrong. This was a waste of Mando's time. Wrong. I did love the <laughs> Kurosawa. Is it Kurosawa? Yeah, I'm, Kurosawa. Apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, homages and the fact that the magistrate is a badass fighter, but I think that I think is related to Bruce Lee. Anyway, good episode, but fuck Ahsoka. So no, wrong. I I don't agree with him either. But I I did want to just say before we move on to the sins themselves, uh, watching this episode since I didn't really give my strong opinion about this episode yet. Um, this one was, it's another one where, you know, you've got the side quest within a quest within a quest, which mm-hmm. at this point I'm just freaking loving. It's more like a video game than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the imagery of that fight between, um, Ahsoka and the magistrate was giving me some Kill Bill vibes. Uh, and I was super loving it. Yeah. And, um, I, I, even though we don't see her kill the magistrate, let, that's one thing that, has this little hang thread for me. Mm-hmm. She defeats her, but then what what happens after that? There's a little bit a little bit of bow tying kind of mm-hmm. like we're just gonna skip ahead sort of stuff. Um and then the disappointment of her not being like the Jedi person was I was I understand where he was saying that. It is a little bit disappointing uh in a way. I but think, it serves a purpose to the story overall. I, so. Yeah. I get the impression he's not a big fan of the as big a fan of the side quest though, like, cause he, he seems to be the one that always writes sins about him. And that could just be a running thing with his, you know, he's just kind of making the, making mm-hmm. the videos run together, which I get too. I really like the episodic nature of this show though. That's me like too. a strong thing about this yeah, show for me. And I think it, I think it has proven that it can do both very well. Like, cause over the last, you know, kind of starting with this episode moving forward, I mean, you kind of have the main storyline of the season unfolding, Mm-hmm. Um, along with the episodic nature, and I think it, I think it's able to blend both of them. And it's only eight episodes. You know, it's not like it's not like they're dragging this out for twenty-two episodes a season right. or anything like right. that. So I think it's perfect. Yeah. And you get to see uh, around the universe of Star Wars, and I feel yeah. as though for those who are really um, excited about the universe, it's interesting to see these different environments. And yeah. It's not one planet with multiple locations. It's different planets and different people and different styles and. I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was fun. It was really fun to see this Jedi thing um, shifting kind of in the sins I know. But there's there's this one sin that Barrett wrote about, like, is, is this Batman? And I really loved that because <laughs> yeah, I had that one she, too. <laughs> she has this power that's super exciting. I just how they shot all the action sequences where she's kind of like rises up out of the ground with these two light sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, sabers I was, is the word you're looking for. Right. Sabers. Thank you. But when there's two of them. Uh-huh. Does, does that change it to sticks? <laughs> yes, yes. I think in the in the canon you have to say sticks when there's more than one. Yeah. Laser yes. sticks. Her glow sticks. Her little rave. Yes, sticks. glow sticks. That's exactly it. Yes. Once yeah. there's more she than was, one, she, was, glow she was dressed for a rave for sure. Like if you if you saw her at a rave, you'd be like, yeah, that makes like, sense. You belong I would here. Absolutely hit on her. I mean, yes, you belong she, here. That's I'm sorry. That's that, that's what we were saying. You belong here. Yes. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman, and just the the white light of her weapon. And the darkness of the um, the planet, and it, it was such a nice vis- visually. It was just stunning to see her come out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love the visuals of this one a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I did. I don't know that I'm loving the Grogu thing, but we talked about that before, so that's well, not that's, a surprise. I mean, yeah, I just don't see why it's a big deal. It's a. <laughs> You're it's not a, wrong. It's You're a weird name wrong. in a in a in a world of weird names. I don't. But I mean, you're not wrong. It just Grogu. Gr- 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 
Like just it's not so Grugga. Glo- it's not Grugga. It's Grogu. <laughs> That's different. Nothing, there is nothing they could name him that would satisfy anyone. Listen, just, listen. At that Ooh, point, you point. build it up. You build that's it up a good to point. that point. There's nothing. If they had named him Excelsior or whatever, I mean, you would have been like, that's dumb. Alka-Seltzer is a dumb name. That's true. <laughs> that's <But>, Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's something about the glotteralness of grrrr and goo that's just like... Maybe. It's just... And it's, not, it's goo. Goo and, is in the name. And we also don't know the future of this character, you know, know, like being that's on true. the show based on what Maybe, happened in the finale. Yeah. Right. But like, I feel like this is something that in less than a year, even you're just going to be used to everyone. You know, it's just you're just yeah. it's just going to be an accepted name in the Star Wars. Universe. I mean, BB-8 is a stupid name, but everybody's BB-8 like, oh, makes I, sense. BB-8. I like BB-8. It even looks visually appealing because BB and 8 all right. look similar. I should say, I don't think it's a stupid name. I'm just saying you could argue like I could see you could argue that or even like Han Solo. I mean, that's a weird name, you know, uh, having the last name Skywalker. That's weird. You know, I don't agree. I think Grogu is the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> there were other options. Yoda. That sounds interesting. There's a there's some there's the some same. more like it uh, is the, very similar to Grogu. No, Yoda yeah, is no, very, very similar, similar to Grogu. In fact, no, that's one of the things I, I like about the name. I just yeah. want to say for the record, if your name has grr and goo in it, I don't think that you're a bad person. <laughs> I, think in, I think in a year just, you won't care. I think I like the O and the us better than the grr and the ears. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I don't think I mentioned specifically that this is a Hughes share script. So Danae uh, did write on this one. So Jonathan, why don't you uh, kick us off with some of your favorite Um, sins? I love, Barrett brought it up. I love the Kurosawa uh, Mm -hmm. uh, throughout. And I think that's another thing about the show that's interesting is I I think it does get back to those Kurosawa roots because if you don't know, which I'm sure most people do, but I mean, George Lucas was quote unquote ripping off. Uh, the Hidden Fortress sure. with, uh, with the first Star Wars movie, <laughs> Kane homage ripping off, whatever. But uh, but no, but but you have that in the original trilogy. You have that Kurosawa kind of imagery and stuff. And, and I don't think you really have that in the prequels. I don't think you really even have that in like the newer Star Wars movies. So it is kind of interesting to see this show kind of go back to the roots and kind of go back to that type of uh, visual uh, medium. Uh, visual cues and stuff, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Um, mentioning Bucksnort, Tennessee was really fun because that's a town yeah, I've been I had to that one too. many times as a child. Uh, I didn't my, know that was a real town. When I went camping with my dad, we would we went to West Tennessee. It's West Tennessee, and uh, we would travel through it. And there was a diner there. We would stop on our way to have breakfast every time. So nice. It was a nice. Gave me a nice nice memory of my my late father, which was really cool. Um, seems like this lightsaber show is honestly just showing off. I thought was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, passing stones, of course, was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and um, that was so okay. I have to tell you, that was what I almost didn't put in because I was like, "This is just dumb." <laughs> no, not at all. That's like the perfect. That's like what we do. I, like well, you hit a gold mine uh-huh. with that said. <laughs> You're not wrong that it's dumb, but what's the problem? That's what we. <laughs> that's oh my what gosh. we do. We do dumb. That is. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Like I've always yeah. talked about in the Babadook. I wrote a said the Babadook comes out the Badonkadonk, and I almost yeah. erased that. I almost never let anyone see that. And Chris was like, "Thank God you did not do that because this is what we're trying to do." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I, okay. <laughs> I put it. I put it in the script, and I was like, "This one's going to get a comment." I, I literally was like, "I think we just need a couple more sins," and so and and sometimes you want them to be like where there's like a little quick hitter, you know. And I just was, and I was like, I'll just put in posting, uh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so anyway. Well, yeah, and it was great. The last <laughs> one I had was, I loved the talking about the the dialogue in that one scene and could be that either side could win, possibly. <laughs> yes. Also, Michael Bean, man, 
did not recognize him. If you had not told me Michael Bean was in that episode, never would have known that was him. Yeah. That was crazy. That's, yeah, that's fair with and Star he wasn't Wars. Even that wearing, quite like, a bit. He wasn't like supposed to be an alien. He right, was, right. He was just Michael yeah. Bean. Yeah. Uh, you pretty much nailed all of mine, uh, other than I did also have... It yeah, doesn't, I did. It, it, oh, it doesn't look like it's essential for the whatchamacallit to do the thingy doodle. I just, you know, love stuff like that. Uh, and then, just the wonderful, his name might uh, as well be Carl. Uh, Danae's oh, continuation for the love of the name Carl. Uh, fascinating to me. And, we, and, and let me be fair, even I, though I don't have a problem with the name Grogu, we had to send it. Absolutely. Sure, of course. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. 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 Um, we have no choice. You know, it's interesting you mentioned, Danae, before we go to yours, uh, I do want to say you mentioned like uh, George Lucas, um, you know, <clears throat> uh, copying, you know, things or paying homage to different things. Uh, I just had this experience. And I don't know where else to share it. Maybe somebody will find it interesting, but I was catching up on Billy Wilder films. I just, he's a big like hole in my filmography. Right, and, so good. Um, and That's they're, an insult. They're, they're very good. And, uh, Calling I, someone a big hole in your filmography. That's <laughs> Would rude. you call him an ace in the hole? I would. I watched Ace in the Hole. But oh, I also so I also watched uh, The Lost Weekend, and, yes. uh, which along. is basically about this. Uh, it's basically about al- alcoholism. And mm-hmm. um, but the main theme, musical theme in that movie is like it is Star Wars. It is like and I was just like, whoa. And it just it made me realize like, you know, that there is, I guess, a fine line. I don't it doesn't bother me, but there is kind of this fine line of like pulling from the history of film and then using it in a new way. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just I think we're overly concerned about copying and it, it you know, it, I don't know. But, you know, me and yeah. my feelings on, you know, copyright anyway. But um, now I just want to talk about Billy Wilder. Did you watch um, <laughs> Did you watch Witness for the Prosecution? I did watch Witness for the Prosecution. Oh, that's my favorite of his. Yeah, I love that movie good. so much. It's very good. And uh, Double Indemnity, of course. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm back to playing video games. Have you seen I The, bet private, you are. Life, I bet the you private Life of Sherlock Holmes? Secret Life of Pets? Are we just naming shit? Wait, I'm kidding. I'm Today, what, are, uh, what are some of the <laughs> sins that you revenge? want to... Uh, ball shadowing. Uh-huh. Uh, turtlenecks. <laughs> <laughs> These are the fun, the ones that kind of like made me chuckle when yeah. I was uh, combining them. Uh, tree mi- murder pivoting to overkill, and uh, the the plot one that I really enjoyed that Barrett pointed out was the magistrate giving exact coordinates. What a great <laughs> thing to point out! Yeah, I just super missed that whenever I was putting it together. Yep. Um, and what a confusing thing! I do, I do love that there are cynical moments in the show that are genuinely sinnable things because i feel yeah. like it's kind of hard mandalorian for me is kind of a hard one to sin in some ways there have been some scripts that have c- come so quickly to me this yeah. one was not as easy for me mm-hmm. um so i was glad to see that there was something there's, other than you know like there's passing a lot of stones. action i find when there's a lot of action in something it's 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 not as easy to send like there yeah you know it's you know because then it's like are you am i going to summon the semantics of this action sequence or the mechanism right. you know, the mechanics yeah semantic mechanics <laughs> the mechanics and um uh the of uh, the mimi and um <laughs> yeah. yeah no i find i find things that are a lot of action i i find that that's one of my most difficult uh things to send as well but in, yeah. and, and, and but i usually you get there but i do feel like you have to watch those a lot more um which mm-hmm. is also you know not fun sometimes if you got a lot of other stuff going on yeah it's all good 
Yep, uh, we've got a few more of these, even though it's finished up. I think we've got three more to, to talk about. So we'll, and then uh, we'll be back in a year. <laughs> Let's talk about more. <laughs> we are going to take a look now at Frosty the Snowman. Uh, this has been fun every year to, to send a traditional TV uh, animated uh, show, and people seem to be really enjoying yep. them. This was a Dicer yep. Hughes really? script. Uh, so Danae and I uh, wrote on this one. And uh, yeah. Um, Man. I was nervous going into this one a bit. Were you, you a little? No, Aaron? no, because we had done okay. Grinch, and I knew yeah. how that went over. You get a lot of like, "How dare you?" But it's it's all it's in all good, in good fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't worry about it too much. Jonathan, have you seen this one before? Oh yeah, several times. Okay, I had never watched it before. Now. Oh wow. Oh, interesting. So yeah, what was that like watching this in twenty twenty for the first time? My daughter and I watched it together quite a bit. Well, I, so for me, it was it was what I expected it to be. In a way, you know, mm -hmm. diff, just a uh, it's a look back. It's a time machine. You're seeing mm -hmm. how storytelling was in this particular time frame. Uh, very narration driven and very simple. Um, I did. I did. I don't mind that. I don't mind looking into the past to see not only entertainment but how conversations are. Um, I have books, for example, that were written in like the '60s that are about etiquette, uh, expected etiquette for teenagers. Mm -hmm. And there's like entire sections on car etiquette or phone etiquette. And I love reading those and just being like, oh, this is really interesting. This is why there was this expectation or whatever. Um, so there was a little bit of that in this one. But I was really surprised at the pantless child. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that. I didn't realize how much of a thing that was until I, I was talking with Aaron about it later because I wrote some stuff in my script about it. Um, and then he wrote stuff in his script as well. So... That was a uh, unexpected. I, I kind of got a little not fixated. Seems really creepy, but I just didn't understand why we wouldn't be okay, dressing so children in the winter from the waist and down. The, there's a anyway. hundred plus times I've seen this, though. I have to say, I have never noticed that she was not wearing pants. Yeah, the, or she was wearing shorts or whatever. No, there's no shorts. Or, there's it shows could, her butt. Yeah, there's. Wait, I don't, did we show that in the video? Though? No, we did not. Oh. Um, th that is my keeping tab. So we can talk about that uh, in a that. bit okay. too, just kind of the research okay. on that. But okay. but, there, but there are two parts to it. There's that part, which is that the you know animators you know left in those like five frames or or whatever where her skirt flies up. But there's there's also the element of it is a very North Midwest thing to dress warm on the top and are to and, and not warm on the bottom like shorts in a sweaters is a midwest north midwest uh, thing yeah. like, my, my daughter does that here but so. but here's the thing if you're not wearing pants and you're sitting on like you're sitting down because she sits down in the snow she sits down so, in the in the train cart it's right, like yeah that is not uh, that is not okay. But yeah. she's, wearing, she's wearing a skirt. She's just not wearing like no. anything under the skirt. Right, I thought yeah. Aaron said skirt. It is the tie. It is such a high. It's like a coat. Yeah. It's basically like a coat. Yeah, it's a coat anyway. skirt. My daughter, yeah. my daughter went, skirt. I think this was a cat. She went to pre-K. She went to a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. And I think this, and they always have you wear shorts under your dresses and skirts. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. and she still does that. Yeah. I will uh, say also the other thing that bothered me too, moving on from that, since we'll talk about that more in keeping tabs, yeah. was... Um, the the story is on display for us and how blaringly obvious it is that that frosty's magic comes from a hat and yet this is about christmas snow and i'm like does who in the continuity department yeah. missed that big memo right that that and so that was a glaring thing that like oh don't worry you know frosty will come back with yeah. the snow and 
that is but not only if what, it snows on Christmas. Even if they did, even yeah. if they did catch it, though, they probably didn't have the money to go or didn't care enough to go back and reanimate <laughs> something. Um, yeah. It's also yeah. a fun. It was a fun process. This one um, as well with Aaron catching that there were pedal issues and then being able to turn it into a little bit of a um, bonus round of. Uh, yeah. There's one. There's two. There's one. There's two. There's there's four. Blah, blah blah blah. You know that was a fun run as well. So these these old Christmas specials, like these, and or even or seasonal specials, like because I would even put the Charlie Brown uh, Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that in these. And with these, I don't even know if I like them. Um, yeah. But it, it it could just be 100% nostalgia that interests me in I these. I think it probably is. Yeah. And uh, and 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 getting to experience that fun with your kid, you know, with getting to watch it with her. For she gets to watch it for the first time. I mean, there's really not much to these. I will say this one has genuine emotion in it. It has some emotional pull with him melting and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I mean, that's interesting. Even though you do point out they could have easily just opened the door, but. Um, <laughs> But it is, it is still, you know, it is a little sad and the, I don't know. So, but, but I don't, but there's not that? much, there's not much to this though. I mean, it's just, no, it's not a very basic. Oh no, no, it no, is, no. It's a hundred percent nostalgia. Yeah. It has to yeah. be. I, there's nothing to it. But what a weird thing. Like they didn't even lock the door. They go into mm-hmm. a greenhouse that they could walk out of. Yeah. And that's the big, I don't know. Guys, this is very confusing. <laughs> if I watch this for the first time. And right now, if, if I watch this for the first time at 44, which is how old I am, I don't, I mean, I would just be like, what is this? I don't get this. So I, I think it definitely is one of those things where if you saw it as a kid, it, it you know, mm-hmm. it resonates yeah. Uh, yeah. a little differently. Just like things you probably saw as a kid that I haven't seen, you know, would resonate differently for sure. me. So Absolutely. I, I, I totally get it. I don't, I don't, I don't subject, uh, objectively, I don't know if this is really that good, but, but subjectively it is for a lot of people. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, I guess. Yeah, let's get into the sins, uh, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, since Danae and I wrote on it, what were uh, some of the sins you wanted to mention? Um, this was this. You guys killed it too. This was very funny. Uh, Trivial Pursuit, Peace Flakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just I just I'm I'm a Trivial Pursuit fan, so I think that was just fun for me to hear that word said. Uh, why are these kids in school? Never thought about that either. It's like Christmas Eve or Christmas. Like they should have been out of school for like a week. Plus, like <laughs> you said, it's snowing. Although I will say, like Aaron being from Michigan, I mean, yeah. you, you you've probably gone to school in that much snow. Yes, but not that much snow that happened overnight. Usually, yeah, okay. if it's usually if it's still yeah. snowing in the morning and it's adding to the two feet that are already on the ground, yeah, they would go ahead and call it because they can't, you know, yeah, they can't get, keep get up take with care it. of it uh, fast enough. But yeah. And um, but I did I did think that was weird, at least with the date that they would still be in school. Uh, we already talked about you guys will talk about the pants. And I had I had to send about that, though. Uh, this is not how mustaches work. I thought it was very <laughs> funny. I love that in animated stuff. I love pointing out like silly stuff like that. Yeah. Those are some of my favorite. Um, and then uh, he blows out a campfire, which was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, it was, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Nice. Um, I really uh, enjoyed the. Um, I've hired Professor H- Professor Hinkle, the magician, to enter in, in today's class <laughs> Christmas party, and I'm like on a teacher's salary, <laughs> which I actually wrote something a bit longer at that moment to try to like sin that we don't pay teachers well, but it it just doesn't. To be fair, yeah. it was a magician. in a bad one at that so that's true um i really enjoyed the flashing puddle sin because we got to create some rave names like Mm -hmm. jelly buzz pickle sick and greg Mm -hmm. Uh, but they're the ones we've already talked about aaron uh uh fried eggs since apparently animators can't animate anything transparent and then the pun it's a clear 
problem. Uh, I love the the fact that that Frosty just starts laughing out of nowhere and goes, "Oh, and I'm ticklish." And it's like, "Who's tickling you? Nobody is tickling you. Where did that come from?" It is one of the creepiest and weirdest things in this thing to me. It's just like he's just talking about what it's like to be alive, and he's like, "Oh, and also I'm ticklish." Like where and why and how? I just that really just like threw me. Um, so I, I wanted to mention that one. Uh, the idea that we need to add another safety regulation uh, to the child safety list of don't board a magical train to the North Pole uh, without mm-hmm. telling your parents, uh, I thought was fun too. Um, so yeah, we, we had a good time with this one and I'm glad you guys did too. Uh, I'm re- I really like these. I almost want it to be next Christmas so we can go ahead and do another one. Uh, maybe Rudolph or, yeah, or something like plenty. that. Yeah, there's plenty. Charlie Brown, there's all kinds. Cause oh, we've, done, we, we've done Grinch. I, really, Grinch is, I guess, the only one we've done for Christmas. We've mm-hmm. done uh, uh, Great Pumpkin. Yeah, we did Great Pumpkin. That was a lot of fun too. So I like how you're like, there's plenty and then you list too <laughs> believe me okay. there's more than than that oh there's yeah rudolph there's santa claus comes to town there's a sequel to this mm-hmm. yeah no, uh, there it's, is. it's no. frosty returns no. like he gets married mm-hmm. and uh yeah yep. there's a female frosty frosty to the electric boogaloo yes let's go on to music video sins we're going to talk about little nas x with holiday uh and i unfortunately pronounced the entire little it's it's probably not that lil it's just lil uh, Lil Nas X. Uh, so, yeah. What do we think about this song? You mean you read what Barrett has to say? Yeah. Yes. Why, don't, why don't we start with Barrett? Because I don't, I don't know what to say about this. Oh, he <laughs> says, Holiday has been stuck in my head since I wrote it a few days mm-hmm. ago. Lil Nas X has a sound and an image that I'm just drawn to, even though I don't love any of his songs except for Old Town Road. His whole thing with his videos is getting them CGI to hell and back. And while it's fun, I prefer the straightforward-ish narrative of OTR. Also, he liked it. So that's always a plus. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, Little Nas X actually went to watch the music video and commented on the video. At the very least, we know his official YouTube count uh, did. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's... We're making assumptions that it was him, of course. He might have a team of people. but. Yeah. It was it was fun to see that pop up. It's like this is hilarious. Absolutely, yeah. I don't I don't mind that he's having a lot of fun with CGI and costuming. Oh no, and, it's crazy. You know, yeah. Um, he's such an expressive visual artist, and he does have a very interesting sound. I love the how deep his voice is personally. Mm-hmm. I kind of dig this song. I don't think it's anything like it's not blowing me away by no, any but means. Fine. But for just like a a very simple like pop number mm-hmm. that gets an earworm, it's a, it's definitely an earworm. Yeah, because um, you know, I was I had that like Barrett. I had it stuck in my head after watching the video like twelve times while I was writing the script. So yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, I'm with both of you. Uh, I I think it's fine. I you know, it's just a interesting, fun artist doing an interesting, fun song, and uh, it's not really much beyond it uh, than that. So let's go into the sins themselves today. You want to start us off with this one? Sure. Um, ah, holy shit, Santa's moved his base of operations straight to hell. Thought that was, I was mm-hmm. kind of, I chuckled because I'm an evil person, everybody. Um, also, this video is set in 20 or 2220, but the PS5 is still the new hotness. Is the wait list that long? Was a mm-hmm. fun thing to point out. Yep. And then the Michael Jackson joke. Um, he said, you know, he says, please tell me this isn't the case. Uh, and and then in his note on the script, he wrote, this is as delicate as I could write this type of sin, and I think <laughs> <right>. it works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. What about you, Jonathan? 
Um, the um, I the scene does not contain a little Nas lap dance. Um, I just thought it was really funny when he you know when he came back and did that. And then uh, mentioning Bo Bice, I thought was hilarious when he went through that whole run of like you know. <laughs> yeah one hit wonders or whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call them. And just, I don't know, out of all of those, like, I just don't know where Bo Bice came to him from. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is a name. Which, from which, the which I would past. like to say, didn't cause me to go on a YouTube, uh, search of Bo Bice songs and listen <laughs> to them, but that's not, no. that's not important. Um, vanity. He may be right, but that's still a fucking send man. I thought was really funny. So mm-hmm. it was just overall, it was just, it was really funny. The thing about the Mohawk, uh, there was just, there was a lot to enjoy here. Yeah, definitely. Um, that that is a very specific time. What is happening at six twenty six that couldn't <laughs> yeah. happen at six thirty or even yeah. six twenty? Why would you put something so insane on the screen that will boggle my mind for the remainder of this video? Stuff Why like would you that do bothers this to me. me. And I googled it too. I did try to I did try to see if it actually meant something, and I couldn't find anything, which made me even more mad. So. That's so funny. The only other one that I have to mention, of course, is when they show Mount Rushmore and the sin is north by Nas X. Uh, I did that, that for you. That was glorious. Um, Aww, that's I, real I, love. That is, that is true love right there, and it's much appreciated. Guys, uh, your friendship is just something I really appreciate, okay? <laughs> uh, let's move into one of the best movies of last year, Cats. This was a Scott Share uh, script. Jeremy and Barrett writing on this one. They love this movie. Um, let's hear from them first, shall we? Oh, boy. Oh, boy, am I ready for this? <laughs> uh, we'll start with... Barrett, who says, it's not hyperbole to say this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's a fever dream built on some weird drugs that has a terrible soundtrack and a complete lack of story. The main thing when we were writing this was trying to mitigate the horny sins about the Cats cast because everyone in this movie is pretty bonable. (laughs) Oh, reading Barrett's comments, always entertaining, even while... Uh, made up in weird CG cat stuff. And yes, I wanted buttholes. Might as well include the buttholes in this movie if you're trying to cat everything else uh, about the characters. Buttholes are just a must. And then Jeremy says, cats killed Jeremy. Fortunately, there are many Jeremys. So he was quietly replaced. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess just confirms, guys, Jeremy is actually not the original Jeremy. Yeah. Um, The only way to cope with writing sins for a movie this fucking bad was for me to go hard into the horniness. (laughs) Just constantly talk about fucking these cats. I didn't care if they were hot cats or not hot cats. It really is one of the most ill-conceived and poorly executed films in all of cinema history. It's not just that there's no plot and everything is nonsensical. It's that they didn't even try. And I realize some of this is the fault of the original stage show, but every single song is an introduction song for a new character. Every damn one. The music isn't good. The performances are weird. The look is frightening. I would watch Avatar 10 times before watching this shit once more. And I fucking hate Avatar. The only reason to watch it, uh, the only reason to watch is to hate watch. And even when, and even then you won't make it through. This movie is what happens when you let toddlers make a movie with unlimited budget and really good camera gear. Kick this movie into space. Nice. Uh, I don't know why you had to slander Avatar in the middle there, but uh, <laughs> other, other than that. Apparently he doesn't like Avatar. I didn't Apparently. know that about Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. Guys, um, I have to tell you something. I've never watched Cats. So because this is such a huge Sins video, mm-hmm. yeah. I decided to watch Cats. 
Wow. Uh, <laughs> I did that not. is a big step for you. <laughs> I did not. Um, How did it go? So, so I didn't have a ton of time. I was like, all right, I only have so much time. So uh-huh. I watched it at one and a half speed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't imagine it would make it worse. It could only make it better. No, I actually was like, why is it this bad? Wow, okay. Jane's cord at one and a half speed. I'm just yeah. like, that's, that's so, blowing my mind. Quick backstory, just real quick. I have seen the Broadway uh, musical, not live, but I've seen the taped version. And I used to listen to this, the soundtrack. So I knew the songs. Sure. Um, so I have a little nostalgia going for me. I have a little backstory going for me, mm-hmm. although I know that it's different. I actually, when watching it at fast speed, I was like, oh, oh, this is interesting. It's like a different take or it's like Victoria's experience with being dumped. And then the cats are introducing her to this crazy, wild, nonsensical world of cats. Mm-hmm. I'm not bothered by it. I was not experiencing the hatred that everybody else was experiencing with it. Sure. Until I watched, (laughs) until I watched the sins video at normal speed. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, what is that? Because it looks so different when it's slowed down. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. So you're saying if you're going to watch it, watch it at one and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was almost like it was good advice. they're just dancing and moving and it's just at yeah. this kind of like clipped pace and you don't have, I guess my eye didn't really notice the super strange CGI world because it's going faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then whenever you start watching it at regular speed, it is definitely alarming. So you I know, have, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Aaron. No, no, no. Why don't you go first, Jonathan? I, I have not seen the movie. I've, I've seen the video obviously, but I haven't seen the movie. I saw the trailers for it at the time. Chris and I were going to do a mini pod on it. Um, I had some stuff happen around the holidays last year to where that couldn't happen. Um, so I've never seen it. I, and I didn't really have a whole lot of desire to, and I don't hate watch stuff. Like if I know going in, like it's not going to be the most pleasant. Ex- I don't know. That doesn't interest me, but I've seen the play like you, uh, it, they, they toured it here in Nashville in the nineties at, uh, our, uh, performing arts center TPAC. And I, uh, I saw it then, uh, I don't remember much about it. But I, but I remember like the music was pretty good and, but the, the, I, the concept of the cats, no, that absolutely does not bother me. But visually this movie just looks like such a mess. Like just whatever, whatever direction they chose to go visually is just, it was off. It seems off putting. And I, I, I haven't wa- I haven't sat down and watched, you know, for two hours or whatever it is. So I don't know if you just get used to it. Much faster at 1.5. <laughs> I'm sure it I is. I don't know. I don't know if you just get used to it like after a second, but like just watching the sins video and watching the trailers, I'm just like, I just don't, I don't get the visual appeal to this movie. Um, But I can't comment on the movie itself. I remember when the trailer for this came out and people were like, what is going on with this movie? And I remember my first response was, well, what did you expect? Like, have you seen the stage show? Do you know like what the idea is? The idea is that these are human like cats. What did you think? A movie version of that was going to look like, except a little more, you know, CG and in cat. Mm-hmm. Like I, so you know, I had that thought going in, and and as I'm watching the movie, I am not as much upset by that part of it. I get it. This is you know, like this is how you're going to visualize humans as cats. This is always going to be weird. It's always going to be strange. It's always going to be. Uh, a, a little bit strangely erotic and off-putting when, you know, there are cat people, you know, exposing crotches and licking themselves. And, like, this is always what it's going to be, right? Like this, 
<laughs> is it which is, is that erotic though? I I mean like it's not meant to I be said for a real strangely. cat. <laughs> but when you're watching a human form do it, right. and we gotcha. are attracted no, to I human can, forms. I can see that. I, or, like, and they're actors that you're attracted to already. If right, you yeah. if you add cat nipples down the front, maybe it wouldn't be so attractive. We don't know. It or didn't do more. that. Who knows? Um but no, what I'm saying is that's not the stuff that I come away from this, you know going this is a horrible movie because of this that's just the stuff that's just like you know wtf right yeah Yeah. that's like i mean we knew this the problem is you know the story itself is also nonsense and incomplete and just Mm -hmm. like if and and again there still is an element of what did you expect this is the broadway show as well have you heard the lyrics have you listened to this quote unquote Heaven is called right. the heavy side layer. Right. We don't know why. So I it's just don't know. Explained. I just don't know what people were expecting this movie to be that was going to be somehow better than the nonsense of the Broadway show. If you know that going in, I you know like there are certainly people who love this movie because they love the Broadway show. I I watched the movie with some of them. I saw them celebrating every song as it came on. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I so. I, I was singing along. I uh, didn't mean to be. I mean it was really fast. It was Jellicle songs for Jellicle cats. Jellicle songs for Jellicle cats. Which again. Highly recommend. But it's but it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's it's just bad. It's just you know, uh, and it's bad because there's no reason for it. They just you extra CG'd the the characters and put them on a movie screen instead yeah, of the stage. That is something that was bothering me too. Like uh, I love the ears. I mm-hmm. thought the ear expression was super exciting and fun because obviously that's a that mm-hmm. would be hard to do. The bodies, I don't. I felt like they just really did too much on the bodies. Why not just have them in? Can, can I make a suggestion that I've made before? Why not make them actual cats? If you're doing the movie and you're doing the CG, just do them cats. Have the cats singing, not the humans. Like, why animated. not? Animated. Why not just make it an animated film? That's what I'm saying. Um, like, I'm glad. Wasn't this also, didn't they go back though? Like, it got released in theaters. They went back and did different things with the CG and re released well, yeah. it, right? Well, they, they adjusted it as it was already playing. Uh, because some of the CG wasn't finished. Has that ever happened? I don't know. Ever? I don't know. That's insane. Well, like with Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, not, but not as it's in theaters. They hadn't released the movie yet. Like this is literally, they released the the digital file. After the opening weekend. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, oh, we got to do something. And then they they updated the file. Mm -hmm. Sent new print, updated the file. Yeah. Uh, Which that's a lot easier to do now, I guess. You really wouldn't have been able to do that back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I'd be really curious to see like a version of this in the 80s though with like practical effects. That'd be interesting too. <laughs> Danae, I, I think you you had a, a thought on my uh, just animated as like actual cat singing kind of thing. Yeah, I think I think here I think it just uh, it, it could work. It could be fine. It's at least different. I, I personally yes. would not want to see that because for me this is about the stage show. This is about watching people yes. dance and sing. And yeah. And this is a straight, this is a musical. So I think I would miss seeing the human performances. I I would miss the ballerina. I would miss the dancing um, and the fun of that. I get that. No, I think, I think though that because it's, because of the CGI, it's distracting from the art of, of it. I mean, they took crazy poems and silly stories and made it into a production Mm -hmm. that is, is already nonsensical and then you're trying to bring it into, you know, the you know the 2020 era, and it's like, <sighs> yes, it's based on T. S. Eliot, right? I think wasn't it so. his? I, wasn't it T. S. Eliot's it's writings? Just, it's such a. Right. I, I did. I did feel like they actually kind of see. For me, 
it helped me understand a little bit more of what was going on with cats watching it again at fast speed. Yeah. But it kind of was just like it's it's about the world of cats and it's about how silly it is. And it is about it's about silly cats. So if you're like a cat lover, you've got the fat cat, you've got this this cat, you got that cat, you got the tom cats, you got the you know, and so that's all that it is. So I don't know why it would be expected to be any different either. And I I just feel like the CGI on the people could have been dialed way back, focus on the ears, focus on the tail. And let them just wear leotards, just like they did when they were on stage, you know? Yeah. By the way, I guess Jeremy couldn't send, couldn't like tweet pictures because he couldn't give away that he was working on cats. But I'm really disappointed we didn't get pictures of his cats watching cats. (laughs) Right? Uh, We get all these pictures of them like watching them play golf on a video game. Now, I will have to say this. I would not recommend this movie. Unless Man. you have seen the play or you really enjoyed it or like you're a music theater lover, I don't think that this is a story that people will watch and feel like they've learned something about themselves. Mm-hmm. I guess there is that moment. <laughs> I guess there is that moment where you've got this redemption of the the cat that has been cast out of society and then she's the one that's chosen to send up in the murder balloon. But that's still confusing. So. Yeah. Yeah, story this makes is no why sense. I wish you watched more. Like, I, I love it when you've watched one of these um, because your perspective on movies it's is beautiful. always way it's more beautiful. interesting than Aaron and I's boring. <laughs> of That's, film. So, it's true. That's uh, so funny because I'm over here like, just shut up, Danae. This is not interesting no, at all. It's very interesting. Um, I, think, uh, I think people that listen prefer it. Jonathan, what did you think about the uh, the video itself? What were some of the sins that you wanted to, to point it out? It was uh, it was very funny. Oh my goodness, it's um, so good. I usually like I usually have a harder time getting into the videos where I haven't seen the movie because, but I think it's just because it's rare that I haven't seen the movie. But um, uh, I had a really good time with this one, and it made me definitely not want to see the movie. Um, nothing can pre- can prepare you for this. I just that was a that was pretty great right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also is that Taylor Swift? I thought was really yeah, funny. that was a great running joke. <laughs> um, any Agatha Christie reference, always going to be a fan of that. I don't really, why did, oh, well, the, I mean, I don't know why they had the mousetrap in there because they're cats, but, uh, but I just thought that run on the, on the, on, you know, talking about not being able to talk about the ending and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, do cats use cat idioms? I thought was an interesting question mm-hmm. to pose. These cats in this terrible movie are giving me an interesting boner. And um, when they strip Rebel Wilson's cat, like they, <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. is, man, I don't know how that plays when you're watching the movie, but I feel like I would have been like the narrator, uh, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so she was wearing a, she was wearing a costume the whole time. Like, I mean, what is that even supposed to mm-hmm. mean? Like yeah. she was wearing a costume over a costume. Yeah. 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 Cat clothing is apparently under their fur. Yeah. And then just this might be the stupidest piece of content ever created in that scene with Rebel Wilson and uh, Jason Derulo yeah, uh, dancing or whatever they're doing. Yeah. The mm-hmm. cockroach scene is something else, man. Yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> Especially at 1.5. Right? Oh, it is It is a trip. And I, I actually think that anyone who just wants to watch it and get it, like, get over, like, get it over mm-hmm. with, but you want to watch it. You have to do it at 1.5 speed. And then let me know how it goes for you. I will see. I feel kind of bad that people slam on James Corden so much, but then I actually see him in something and I'm just kind of like, oh. yeah, I guess I kind of get it. <laughs> oh, I guess I get I it. I like James Corden. I really do. No, he's fine. He's, I mean, I don't watch talk shows like that anymore. So like, would, he doesn't, he doesn't bug me. I mean, I think I remember, Peter Rabbit is, he's the best thing about Peter Rabbit. Mm-hmm. I think I remember coming out of Cats going, he was the only part of Cats I kind of enjoyed. I, his Look, song is, was really fun, I thought. 
but well and he's yeah. willing like he strikes me what little i've seen of his show like he really like he's willing to do anything uh right you know just right. and, and and there is something about that that is uh is, i respect yeah. you know yeah. um it, it might not be funny to me like you you know your sense of humor just might not sit with me but but i can totally respect sure. the the work ethic yeah today what about you um, I didn't watch this movie. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you just watched the I, movie, but not I the Sins watch, video. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the movie. Um, I have several. It's almost as if she's being treated like a human female cracked me up. Uh-huh. Um, the whole like cats being proud of their buttholes mm-hmm. um, was such a cat owner's insight mm-hmm. and very true. Uh, so for for the narrator to be going to bat for them uh, saying like to deny these cats of their buttholes is to restrict the essence of their catness and I for one am team free the butthole. Uh-huh. I just really enjoyed the emphaticness there. Is that right? Emphat- emphatic? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, the ineffable sin where it's like, was that a Harry Potter spell? Mm-hmm. Cracked me up. Uh, the uh, uh, um, disappearance of that character quite a bit turning into, uh, it, was he like Nightcrawler and then eat my jellical ass? <laughs> P.S. I hate you. <laughs> there's when the narrator pauses and it goes silent for a second i have a panic moment because Mm -hmm. we review all these videos so much and we're listening for dead air we're listening for you know mistakes we're listening Mm -hmm. for the you know the ding to happen at the right time and all this stuff so in that pause i was like wait what happened and then for him to say psh it was just hilarious (laughs) um i liked the way that it was pointed out that um like when Victoria's like uh, basically saying, I never knew that I would love this world that they let me into. And um, the narrator's like, well, there's this, maybe there's a seedy underbelly to the Jellicles you don't know about. Maybe they're just waiting to off, uh, offer you as a sacrifice to the Jellical moon later on tonight. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just this sudden, <laughs> this sudden concern. <laughs> yeah. Which is very true. Uh, but I also, I think one of my favorites was, oh, she's wearing a fur coat. That raises even more questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys mentioned most of mine. I also had, uh, I'm only four minutes in and I need drugs. I need drug stats. Someone bring me all the drugs. Uh, the delivery on that was really, really good. That's a ball joke right there, folks. This movie is officially <laughs> lazier than a sequel of Shrek, a Shrek sequel. Uh, I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the just the delivery on this circle dancing with no plot advancement goes on for some time. Yeah. <laughs> plot advancement <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh quite a bit too uh, all right let's move on to jingle all the way speaking of christmas movies this was a share watkins script so barrett and jonathan writing on this one jonathan i'm assuming you've seen uh jingle all the way before now this wasn't your first time watching this movie was it no it wasn't i saw it uh when it came out i was actually uh i was actually reviewing films for uh television and locally Ooh. um so, so yeah so i had to see it it came i remember too it came out the same weekend as star trek first contact which i was super excited about i was a lot less excited about jingle all the way um and i did not like it and no, uh, but bad. i had not i had not seen it since uh, this was the first time i had watched it since i saw it in the theater uh, in 1996, uh, I never watched it with my daughter or anything like that, um, and uh, it 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 was just as bad as I remembered it being. <laughs> is this a is this a Christmas staple for for anybody? Is like is there some family uh, it, that's watching this every Christmas and going? This is the, the best. <laughs> there were people in the comments saying that they watch this every year. I mean, I guess Ugh. if you were a kid when it came out, I mean, there is that nostalgia factor. Nah. Um, it's also, I guess, maybe people think it's just kind of harmless, and I don't know. Sure. I think it's annoying. Um, I. I mean, and, I mean, it is harmless, but I do think, and uh, we bring this up in the sins. I do think there are some not so great 
values uh being addressed yeah <laughs> um and they kind of they kind of just throw to the side like how shitty of a parent he is and mm-hmm. I, I don't know there there's some there's some weird like things like that in there but but it and it does it tries really hard to capture that crazy like uh, the El- you know the the tickle me Elmo craze I think just happened right around that time yeah um, and then you know Barrett mentions in the sons we mentioned the Beanie Babies craze so I mean like it, it so it's also kind of it's kind of it's kind of horrifying to watch it knowing that this isn't like this is kind of accurate mm-hmm. um, how people act <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it, and Schwarzenegger's yeah. just bad like he's it's really bad. bad he's really bad and he's and... not a bad actor and he can do no. comedy. But he's bad in this. In fact, I was just, uh, I found out that Letterboxd, um, the social media, the movie social media site, Letterboxd, yes. has an yes. uh, import um, fe- yes, feature that, that you, you can do that. on your spreadsheets. And I didn't know that until like last week. Mm-hmm. And so I've been importing my my watch spreadsheets for the last several years to Letterboxd. And it's been really fun. But uh, some of them, I actually had like mini reviews on some of them. And there was some Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he came back uh, after being a governor, and I was like, oh, you know, Arnold's back, and he can actually act, or something like that. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think Arnold can be a good actor. I just, Mm -hmm. he's just so bad here, and I really don't have much to say about this movie other than it's bad. Is that him, or is that direction? Because sometimes... I mean, the script probably didn't help. Like, the script not being that great. Lots of pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. Or possibly if he didn't have you know, someone kind of telling him what was expected of the scene. And it's just like, we want over the top Arnold. And he's like, okay, I'm going to give you over the top Arnold. Right. And maybe the, well, and maybe the problem was he was running the boat. He could have been running the ship too. Right. I mean, or Mm -hmm. whatever that saying is driving the bus. I don't know. I mean, he could have been, he could have been like, this is what I'm doing. Cause this (laughs) is like, this is peak Arnold. Like this is him and his, like where he is just box office. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Um, shortly after this, he kind of falls out, but cause you know, Batman and Robin comes out a year later, but, um, I'd never seen so I don't know. this before. So I think I jumped in to kind of help with the editing review of it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's definitely the movie you don't have to watch to make sure you have context. It just seems pretty paint by the numbers it is. in, in a way. Uh, but, yeah, wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is it wow. is nice to see Phil Hartman. Um I love Phil Hartman nice and it's, to see you know, Phil. it's very yeah. we lost him way too early. Um and um so it, I mean he but but his character is so sleazy. I mean he's supposed to be sleazy, but he's like extra he's sleazy. Like extremely yeah. sleazy for a kids movie. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he, but it's weird because I didn't understand his sleaze factor. He's like, trying to hook up with until, Schwarzenegger's yeah, wife, yeah. Right. Until the end, you're kind of like Okay, so are they saying he's a sleaze or is he just like a weird neighbor? And I, oh, no. maybe I'm, yeah, he's, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he's a widow. What a, it's um, a weird. Yeah, he's a widow. Like, I, I think he's a widow. I don't know if his wife left him or, or passed away. I can't remember if they even mentioned that, but he's, he's a single dad. And yeah. uh, like all the women in the neighborhood are always baking him cookies and stuff. Cause I mean, I guess it's cause he quote unquote helps them, but I'm assuming it's because he's, you know, sexing them up. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's get uh, into weird. the... It's weird. It's weird. Uh, yeah. Here's what, here's what Barrett had to yeah, say. Yeah, let's hear what Barrett had to say. Jingle All the Way used to be my jokey answer about my favorite Christmas movie. But <laughs> watching it again, I found it more irritating than anything else. Arnold can't do comedy unless he's a fucking undercover cop. Sinbad, whom I love, is completely cartoonish. And Jake Lloyd, while better in this than Phantom Menace, isn't given much to work with. I kind of like Phil Hartman's performance, mostly because it's Phil Hartman. We had good outtakes 
on this video too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, some fun outtakes. Um, Danae, what did you think about the sins video? What are some of your favorite sins? Uh, that's not how you spell warehouse. Was funny to me. Um, if Jamie can't spell the word doll, this family has more important issues <laughs> than Howard being yes. a neglectful father. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I really enjoyed that we have cape. We have no cape because that seems like a very TV sins thing. Yeah, that was that was really interesting to see like a TV sins thing branch yeah. over to cinema sins. So I know. yeah, that was. I was kind of like, oh guys. I had this weird thing. I had this weird thing where I was like, oh, I should give Jeremy some tips on narrating that because you know he doesn't he doesn't understand the joke completely. But um, <laughs> well, and I just kind of says I didn't it, write it and, with the exclamation point, like, and I right, that right. was actually something recently you told me that that's how you wanted to do it. Well, I've so. always envisioned that that sin as like the narrator so excited about this yeah. thing that there is, and then it's taken away from them. Like that's that's the sin is like you know. You know, we have this thing. Oh, we don't have this thing. You know, like that's that's kind of the idea. So, anyways. and it's weird. And you don't. You, they they take the cape away because they don't want to get in the way of the shot of like his nuts. It, it's just, it's a weird thing. That is definitely know. weird. Yeah. Um, the last one I wrote down, although I enjoyed the sense video greatly, was Howard realizes um, the the Jamie I got you when he's being like rescued at the end. Mm-hmm. And, like Howard realizes that grabbing Jamie here would put him in more danger than his current situation, <laughs> right? Because I, I don't think he does. Yeah, that's... it was so so true. At the end, it's like this is all going to end up in child death. This is mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very if, fantastical. If no one realizes that's you know Jamie's dad then the actions that happen make even less sense. Like mm-hmm. they, like Rita Wilson not even caring. and But but they yeah. clearly are not supposed to know that that's him because, you know, she gets all like hot and bothered. She's like, Harold. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my. Yeah, it's such a weird movie. <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? Uh, kissing Tom Hanks' wife. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, dogs in costumes. Uh, you know, uh, that pro- that probably pissed off some people too, but whatever. Uh <laughs> Can someone tell me what the purpose of this of the trampoline cop was one of was probably my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's good stuff in here. Wearing your tennis shoes in bed. Um mm-hmm. I I swear to God, this is what counts as actual dialogue in this movie. This movie is the opposite of show don't tell. It's tell and shout it while you're at it. I thought that was great. Uh in movie tries to win back my goodwill by inserting Paddington into the parade. And I'm here to say, <laughs> movie, it is way too late. Uh I thought that was great too. That so. that parade man was a logistical Oof. nightmare too. Whoa, we had a lot of man. fun sending that. Yeah, all the weird characters and yeah, this movie's not good. The Sins video, however, is amazing. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, mm-hmm. those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Mm-hmm.
talk. Wow. Is this how Aaron feels? When we're. Okay. We're going to try this. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. Uh, All right, let's get into keeping tabs. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. (laughs) Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. Let's take a look at uh, some of the things that happened while putting this stuff together. Um... Do you want me to talk about the the the, the little girl's pantslessness first or last? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> why not? Wow, that sounds cats and so wrong. Pantless little girls. Well, and that's, that's kind that's of. I guess I'll start. Now. Let me just start because that is kind of the issue here, right? The issue is that, that we... I'm a forty year old man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm picturing the title of this episode now where you're going to be like the pantless girl and the buttholeless cats. <laughs> yeah. The bo- so, it'd have to be the bottomless girl, actually, I guess, right? Oh, no. So anyhow, as I'm researching the, the you know, this this um, animated special, there is this very well-documented five, six frames where her little coat, dress, skirt thing flies mm-hmm. up and they did not animate any kind of shorts or underwear on her. And there are a few frames where it looks like you see her little rear end and also the front as well. Although that's not like specifically animated, of course, but it's it's a weird thing where it's like, okay, I feel like we have to mention this somehow, but I don't feel like we want to like freeze frame it. Like it just feels very... So like, not, yeah. how do you do that? And so that was kind of our discussion was like, you know, how do you address this without addressing it? And so that's basically what we did. We basically send you for knowing what we're talking about if, you know, because the only other one that kind of like almost how said, worked. How do we address this without mm-hmm. yes. a- undressing with, it? Without undressing it. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the only other alt I had on there that I thought might work because it's silly and we wouldn't have to freeze frame it necessarily was going snowmando. Um, you know, so kind of just making a joke about it and just letting people draw their own conclusion. But I think at the end of the day, the way we went was probably the the correct way. And I know in the comments, yeah. people were like, I don't know what happened. And actually, I kind of like that. I like that people were trying to figure it out uh, in the comments as well. But do you like that they then had to Google it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's up to them. You don't have to Google anything. <laughs> you, can, you can decide your curiosity isn't worth it. It's totally fine. Oh no! But it was, yeah, it was just one of those situations. So I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, maybe I'll just move on to mine then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm and the other kidding. part of I'm not talking about this. The other part of the the other part of the research is that it's not like there aren't other times in the special where her you know coat skirt you know it flies up or whatever, and they did animate shorts like, and it's like just for whatever yeah. reason in that one moment they just didn't animate it and. So it's just kind of, you know. And now look what happened. And look what happens. So anyhow, that's the story behind that. It was funny. Some of the the wrong guesses that people were making about, you know, the animation one was like, her mittens look very phallic. And so they thought that that was the, the, oh the, the issue is that she had penis gloves, you know, like, oh, <laughs> like no. come on. <laughs> so anyhow. That's hilarious. Yeah, today, why don't we go on to yours then? Um, mine is about uh, the rave names. So I was... We created rave names and I was trying, I'm not a rave girl, 
Um, but I was reading some some posts about how your rave name is kind of given to you. Uh, it's something that you like experience either in a rave moment where someone says something and then like your name clicks somehow. Uh, and then you acquire your rave name, uh, which of course I don't have time to go experience that to write a script. I just have to make something up. So I, I found this flow chart on this website. It, it's called the how to choose a rave name flow chart. Nice. <laughs> so I thought we could um, do that real quickly. Uh, hey, are you, are you ready for this? Sure, Jonathan? what's my rave name? Oh, we're going to start with Aaron. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, Aaron, um, are you under 25? No. Do you have cats? No. Your rave name is Soda Pop. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> it was very short. Yeah, I'm Soda Pop. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Jonathan, are you vegan? No. Sunny side up or over easy? Over easy. Coffee or tea? Uh, really neither, but I guess if I have to pick coffee... Espresso or drip coffee? Uh, drip. Ireland or Scotland? My goodness, mine was two questions. <laughs> I Ireland definitely. No, go Notre Dame. Your rave name is Ella Funk. <laughs> nice. I've been to raves uh, when I was a younger lad, and uh, I never had a rave, rave name? name. No. Oh, okay. But I, I don't know. I didn't. I mean, I went just to go. I didn't. Maybe I just didn't get as involved in it as some other people. But or maybe that's a newer thing. I don't know. So mine is um, Pokemon or Adventure Time, and I went with Adventure Time. And then it was Finn or Jake. I chose Jake. Uh, do you have a cat or a dog? Uh, do you have a dog? I chose yes. Then Labrador or Poodle. I went Labrador, which means my rave name is Chickdees. <laughs> That's Chickdees? With the D. With the Chickdees. D. Nice. Yeah. People call you D. Um, so anyways, it's a really- it's I like a, Ella Funk. Uh, oh, there, but there is this one. There, I like there's that a, Gus Van Sant movie. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There's two. Uh, there's two places on this chart where you have to start over again. Um, and and so I could like kind of like backflow to uh, like for example, one of them is something about do you have cats? Yes. More than two. Yes. And then you have to start over again, which is silly. Mm -hmm. But then there's one where you can get to it and it says, start over, no hipsters are allowed. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's funny. Um, anyway, that was a really fun one. I found that on ssgmusic.com. Very nice. Jonathan, what about you? Um, I looked up, I didn't do a whole lot with Jingle, Jingle All the Way was the only thing I really worked on. I didn't do a whole lot, but I did. I looked up 90s cartoons. There was a sin um, in Jingle All the Way where we kind of made a joke about that the 80s cartoons were just commercials and then that mm -hmm. the 90s were a lot more dignified than that. But then we, of course called us called out that that wasn't the case because you had like Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles and Pokemon and uh but I didn't the only thing I really came across that was kind of funny was there was a there was a there was a, a ranking that was sent out I don't know how this was voted on but it was uh voted on by the public about the top 10 90s cartoons from a year or two ago hmm. um and um the first thing that I noticed about it that was interesting was the Simpsons was number 10 and I was like how are there your list is invalid but then I also thought, well, but I don't know, like, I guess I don't, I don't even really think of The Simpsons as, I mean, it is a cartoon, but it's also like a primetime animated yeah. series. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like it's a little, it's a little beyond that. But yeah, but do you, can you guess what the number one was? From the 90s? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't really watching it. Uh, X-Men animated series. one of my series. wife's favorite cartoons, which is the only reason I even know about it. X-Men an animated series. No, that wasn't even on there. No. Oh. See, I just didn't watch a lot of uh, cartoons in the 90s. It was yeah, me De either. Dexter's Laboratory. I would have guessed like Rugrats, oh, maybe. Yeah, which Rug was, uh, yeah, Rugrats was, like was number Doug? two. 
Doug, yeah. Rugrats, like My oh yeah, like the Nickelodeon. That hey Arnold. Hey Arnold was number. Okay, Aaron, I don't even remember. And then he says one, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. I have this full well, lot of I memories. Told- hey Arnold was number four. <laughs> I had totally Rugrats f- was number two. Forgotten that era of like you yeah. know like yeah. Nickelodeon type yeah. cartoons. Yeah, that was De- huge. Dexter's Laboratory was number one. Rugrats was number two. Ducktales. Uh, was number what about three. Animaniacs? Would that be on there? Uh, Animaniacs was number seven. Uh, Powerpuff uh, Girls was number five, <laughs> which my wife loves. Yeah. Uh, Tiny Toons yes. was number six, which yeah. kind of was like right around the same time as Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. And then Pinky and the Brain, number eight, which I never liked. I mean, um, that's kind of Animaniacs, that's isn't kind it? Of Animaniacs, yeah. 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 But they had their own show. Oh, that's true. I don't and then that. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was number nine, and The Simpsons were ten. Very nice. Uh, there you go. Yeah. No Ren and Stimpy. Nope. That's a, that's a shame. That's a shame. I mean, it might have been like, I mean, they had like a hundred, but I mean, like oh, I just, yeah. I just did the top tens. All right. Let's move on to the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to pick a comment from the week's videos uh, to highlight. This could be at the video itself. It could be from Twitter. It could be from Discord. Uh, Wherever you are replying to us, uh, we can pull it from. Um, Jonathan, why don't you uh, kick us off? What's your comment for this week? Yeah, I did. I went with Jingle all the way since that was the one I worked on. And Blader's Mosh is the... um, I'm going to make sure I'm pronouncing this correctly Mm -hmm. because I don't do well with it. I believe Blaters. it's bl- I believe it's Blotters Mosh, uh, but that's that's fine. <laughs> uh, and around Jingle all the way, Howard desperately trying to find the Turbo Man doll is basically the toilet paper crisis of 2020. At least with this, no deaths or fatalities were involved. Hopefully, yeah. it's like damn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not wrong. Yeah, thank you, Blotters Mosh. Uh, Danae, <laughs> mine's coming from Cats from Random Gaming, who says I disliked this. Uh, video because no bonus round and didn't even have one case sins and I haven't even watched the movie. <laughs> you don't get to complain. <laughs> Your complaint is yeah. invalid. Very specific expectations that were not met. How <laughs> dare you all uh, hate this video? Sometimes, man, you guys just crack us up in unexpected ways. Yeah. That that yeah. was one of them for me this week. <laughs> This comes from Frosty uh, Pez six nine five says I can only assume the lack of pants is due to Karen feeling oppressed by them and making her wear oh. pants goes against her constitutional rights to be pantless and if you challenge her she will demand the manager and then call the cops claiming she is being threatened. <laughs> Whoa! I love I just I, the, the play on the name being Karen and just kind yep. of the idea like that's just really fun. That's good so, stuff. Yeah, good stuff, Pez. Appreciate that very Absolutely. well. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're just going to talk about something else from the world of pop culture that we have uh, seen in the past week. Um, I mentioned I've been doing a Billy Wilder um, binge, and, uh, and so I thought maybe I would talk a little bit about Billy Wilder as a director, and just specifically about uh, a movie that Jonathan already mentioned, which is Witness for the Prosecution. Yes. It is so good. So very, very good. And um, I think it's interesting because you watch some of these old movies. By the way, Billy Wilder directed films from... I'm, 
I, I'm going to say maybe even into the 20s, but at least he did some in the 30s and then all the way through. I think he had a movie he directed even in the 80s. I can't remember specifically. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah he had one or two. His, uh, Yeah, you're right. And it's just been a complete blind spot of mine. And I watched Double Indemnity for the first time this year and loved it so much. I was like, I need to watch more Billy Wilder films. And one of the interesting things about watching movies from that era is the overacting. And there certainly is some of that in witness for the prosecution. There is there is some, you know, um, very melodramatic uh, things going on. But what's interesting is the writing is so clever and interesting and intricate. And the plot is so clever and interesting and intricate that it still works. It just works. And it's compelling and it's interesting. You have this amazing, you know, uh, performance at the center of it of the... Um, defense attorney and then the movie the movie does is is pretty incredible in the way it twists and turns and i'm not trying to you know necessarily not spoil a 80 year old movie or whatever but the you know it has like a double triple twist to it and that's not something i was expecting from a movie that old and i i really liked it i really enjoyed it so i guess my my what i'm saying overall is don't be scared off from older movies because of just the advancement of technology, the advancement of acting styles, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, that's ageist. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cinemist. Um, cinemist. And uh, yeah, don't be scared off uh, because you really can find a lot of gems. And it's not hard to find lists of mo- older movies that people still say are amazing. And Witness for the Prosecution is definitely on that list and is one I would recommend Wild- as well. Wilder's an interesting guy because he did, uh, he had, and it, by the way, his first movie was, he had one movie in the 30s, uh, but really the 40s is where he started kind of kicking it off. And then he did have one movie in 1981, Buddy Buddy. Okay. Um, but uh, but what was interesting about him, he kind of had this weird, like, where you have, like, the comedy Billy Wilder, because mm-hmm. you have, like, The Apartment and Some Like It Hot and stuff like that. And then you also have kind of the, and then there's kind of more of the dramatic Billy Wilder. And then there's, like, the darker Billy Wilder. And I think with, with Double Indemnity, I think Witness for the Prosecution kind of is a weird amalgam of all three of those. I think you're right. No, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And. And at Sin Week last year, uh, I actually talked, we had a question. It was, uh, I don't remember what specifically the question was, but it was something about, but I talked about Witness for the Prosecution because I was talking about how this movie, to me, is kind of like what maybe led to uh, what we get with like lawyer, like TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff these sure. days. Like like the Charles Lawton character is very much in the vein of like a Perry Mason or like, you know, like a Bobby Donald from the practice or something like yeah, that, totally. you know, and then and then you also have the twist and the mystery, you know, the the you know, with the with the clients. Uh, Marlene Dietrich is really good in this too, by the way. Uh Tyrone Power plays the the guy on trial, but uh yeah, no, I this is one of my all-time favorite movies. I've been I think my mom showed this to me when I was like maybe I don't know 10 or 11. Yeah. Um it's and so I've, good. I've watched it consistently since then every few years. I'll 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 throw it in. And, it's so uh, good. Yeah. It's very good. It's been a very good uh, binge. It. it is It is one of um, the, you know, the rare positives of kind of the, the COVID thing is knocking off some some content stuff that I've been meaning to get around to. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's definitely been one of them. So what about you, Jonathan? What do you got? Um, I will talk about this little movie. Uh, it's called uh, Tenant or uh, maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe it's called Tenet. I, I don't know. Um <laughs> No, it's definitely Tenet. Uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, latest movie. I did not. I did not brave the theater to see it, so I just watched it uh, this past week uh, on 
actually just purchased it because I think mm-hmm. I think all you can do right now is purchase it. I, yep. I believe, but uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm sure it's a, it's worth purchasing. But um, no, I I really uh, overall I really enjoyed it. Good. Um, I I don't know what I thought. I I well, I didn't know anything going into it because even if you watch the trailer, there's no way to know what this movie is about. And I'm yeah. definitely not going to give away. Um, anything because I think it's still fresh enough and I think a lot of people are just sure. now trying to get around to watching it so I won't give away too much about it but what I really I, what I wanted to talk about though I what I really dug about this movie and this is going to sound just hopefully this doesn't like sound pretentious as hell but I really feel like in a, Nolan is playing um, with film language in this movie oh of course yeah he in loves a that. way that um, weirdly reminded me of like Jean-Luc Godard and uh, Michael mm-hmm. Hinkie Mm-hmm. Uh, because and, and speaking of Michael Hinky, I rewatched um, I rewatched Caché uh, just like a month or so ago. Oddly enough, and uh, have you seen Caché, Aaron? Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. This pro- that is I highly recommend that movie. Okay. It's it's amazing. It's one of my favorite movies of the last like you know of the 21st century or whatever. Um, I I think it's great. But um, these these movies couldn't be vi- more different. They're very different. But I kept thinking about that movie while I was watching this because I think it had to do with just like I said breaking down the language of film and, and stuff like that but I do think with Nolan which I like better because I'm not a huge Godard fan because Godard is so cynical mm-hmm. and Hinky is to a point and I, I didn't quite find the cynicism here that I do in some of those and at the same time with that with him kind of breaking down this kind of language of film and, and structure I mean you know like the the John David uh, is it John David Washington what yes is it, it is yep John Denzel's David Washington. kid he, yep yeah, you know his character name. If you look on IMDb, his his character uh, name is the protagonist. Yep. Um, and I don't want to give away like anything about the the plot, but there's a there's a the, the inversion that in the inverting mm-hmm. that this movie revolves around also kind of plays into that. Yep. And uh, I just I found that fascinating. I don't know if a lot of people are going to find that aspect of it fascinating, but that's what really drew me in. And then on top of that, it's a it's a really interesting story. Like just the sure the, the plot itself is really interesting. Uh, the performances are a lot of fun. I think Kenneth Branagh is just chewing up scenery so like good. I've never seen him do. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, when that scene where he's describing how they're going to kill mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> David Washington is just insane. Going to slice your throat <laughs> vertically. <laughs> it, well, it's just, it's very like Bond villain esque. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's just really over the top and it's really Machiavellian. It's just, it's just fun. It's really fun. Um, it's incredible, but no, I, but I really like, but I will, I will see, cause I'm not, and this will probably piss off people. I'm not a fan of inception. Um, in fact, I'm pretty much on the, on the side of, I don't really like inception. Yeah. yeah it's okay. You can be wrong about a few things, <laughs> but my thing with inception, and I've heard a lot of people comparing this to inception and I, there, there's not a ton of similarities. I don't think, but I do kind I guess I kind of get it. Like, um, just the way they play with the constructs of what's reality, what's mm-hmm. not yeah. all that kind of stuff. But uh, I, but the thing about Inception, Inception has a very cool premise. It has style for days, but for some reason, they those just never gel together in an interesting way for me. Whereas I think in this movie, it felt like he was kind of doing that same thing, but this everything just connected for me in this one. I also want to say that if there is a negative, I do for me personally, I can't imagine watching this movie without subtitles. It's yeah, um, yeah, and you, and you I don't them. know. To me, maybe that is a negative. I don't know. But I do recommend subtitles. Even if you don't usually watch movies with subtitles, I highly recommend it. And I it's will crazy. say, people say it's confusing. Nolan puts everything on the screen for you. Like sure everything does. is there for sure you to does. understand if you choose to go along with it. If you're going to, you know, this is definitely not a movie you can look at your phone and because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't repeat things. Um, 
But once you get into its groove, I think you'll have a really good time with it. Like yeah. I did. Um, it's I've, not, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I've only seen it the one time. I'm not willing to put it up on the level of like movies of his, I consider great, like uh, prestige and um, yeah. um, interstellar, but it would be like in that next tier. Uh, I think. I've, I've seen it three times now, watched it the wow. third time yesterday, um, nice. and it is top tier Nolan for me. Uh, the more I, the every single time has gotten better. Um, I might get there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened to me. Every every single time more stuff locks into place on what he's doing, um, both storytelling wise and uh, technical wise. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, it's a high, high, high yeah. recommend for me. It just keeps climbing where- my list. I don't know where he's going to go from here, though, because I will say, like, this is like the most Nolan, like Nolan-y movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, like he's getting really far up his own ass, and I don't <laughs> know. Like his next movie is just going to be called Hemorrhoid. Um, <laughs> I right. think at That's this right. point. I, I, seriously, though, I don't know. Like, I, I'm curious where he's going to go from here because if he goes much farther into his own like headspace, it, it, I, I, I don't even know what that nonsensical. Yeah. Uh, being uh, going to be but weirdly i kind of want to see it so yeah (laughs) being chris nolovich i think is uh (laughs) in the next movie today what's your uh beyond the sins uh well i wanted to give you guys a a a quick update that i did watch the we are the champions for a little bit oh fun i think i talked about it on this show but i did i did watch it um I think that it is definitely one that is refreshing, silly, mm-hmm. also intriguing, um, painful. <laughs> yeah. It is painful to watch. Not every episode is painful to watch. Some of them are just like interesting. Like the yo-yo one is interesting. Mm-hmm. But the first one is painful yeah, the to cheese watch. This is the reality painful. show uh, Aaron recommended, right? Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, like the Rain cheese Wilson. wheel mm-hmm. was the first one. Yeah, Rain yeah. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Painful. Now. And then the chili eating one, painful to watch. Yeah. So, but you're almost like you can't not watch all of a sudden. So anyway, I just want to let you know I watched it. I think it was a fun recommend. Um, I'm actually just going to do, this might seem like a, like a lame, but it's been a long time since I talked about this game and they did an update. So I'm going to bring back my love of Polytopia. And uh, for anyone who has not gone and listened to every single BTS episode, um, you might not have heard you? me talking about this. <laughs> if you haven't listened uh, to every BTS episode three times, I don't know what you're doing. It's a world conquer game where you start off and you're like this little tribe and you've got a little uh, city and then you're you know building an army and trying to either take over the map or get the most points. And you can change the goals of the game. So if you want to do a world conquer game, you can. You can change the difficulty. You can change what kind of tribe you are doing. And each tribe has different uh, benefits uh, depending on, you know, what they are. You ha- you have like a, a talent tree that you can build out where you can get, you know, either stronger weapons or faster armies or more defense, things like that. So, uh, but the game is really simple and I like it a lot. And it's very cube-esque, like Minecraft looking in a way. Um but they just did a new release. It's the first release they've done since I downloaded the game. Like they've done little updates, but this is a big release. And they added a feature where you can change the map size and you can kind of play around more with what kind of world you want. So if you want to do like all water or something like that, um, it just lets you play a little bit more. And I'm really, really enjoying it a lot. Uh, I, it's taking me sometimes two hours to beat a level and that's just fun. But it really reminds me of a lot of the games that I grew up playing with on the PC, which were like my uh, like, is it, is it called Minecraft? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where you're going and you're building up and you're right. sending your little peons to go do stuff. And, yeah. It's not 
quite that involved. Like Minecraft, you would send your peons and then, you know, you have to like set a timer uh, until mm-hmm. all of your troops finish cooking, essentially. This is not like that. This is a very instantaneous on your next round, you get one more troop member. Um, I really love this game. It is one of the longstanding games on my phone that I will not delete. Uh, so again, it's called Polytopia. Very nice. And they had a new release. Very good. And so did we. Look at that. And I'm we just, it. we're getting to the end and just realizing we haven't wished you a Merry Christmas, even though this podcast releases. On the day Aww. before Christmas. So. Hey guys, Merry Christmas. Merry Thank you guys Christmas. so much for uh, making this show so fun for us yeah. to do. Hope you're, hope you're uh, or, enjoying or your Christmas. Happy holidays, whatever it is you're celebrating. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Happy holidays. Happy absolutely. solstice. Yep. Um, I saw somebody post something. Yeah, happy, yeah um, happy Thursday, all that kind of fun <laughs> stuff. Yep. Uh, one of the people who um, likes our show, her name is Jen, she posted something. Uh, she said, for some, this season is about a child born to bring light and peace to the world. For others, it is about a light that lasted for eight days instead of one. Still others celebrate the slow return of daylight. Whatever you celebrate, remember, we are all celebrating light. Nice. I thought that was really a nice little And sentiment. that's a great that's way to awesome. finish it up. Thank you so much for uh, listening to Beyond the Sins. Beyond the Sins is what we're going to call it this week. Thank <laughs> nice. you so much for listening to Behind <laughs> the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed. You can go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, you can mail it to us. It's P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Denae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Ella Funk, Chick D's, <laughs> and Soda Pop myself, nice. we will see you next week. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash BTS. I did just eat a cold slice of pizza. Cold pizza is disgusting. I love cold pizza. Oh, I do not. The idea of like cold sauce is bull. <laughs> I, just, I don't. I don't get it. My wife can do it too. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's like mm, cold tomato sauce. That's just nature's gift. <laughs> This is gonna be Aaron's gonna be like, Welcome to BTS. Welcome to Behind the Sins, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for being at Behind the Sins. I just wanted Here's um I don't I don't know these fucking people's names anymore. They're they're here. Sorry. It's like Jonathan's here, I think, and the other girl. I'm sorry that you guys have to be here. This comes out Christmas Eve Day. Christmas Eve day, Christmas Eve day, Christmas Eve day. Sorry. Merry, 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 merry buttholes. Merry, 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 merry buttholes. Is that how the song goes? Yep. Sure. (laughs) I remember growing up, one of my friends, okay, so pre-internet, right? Like these things were not just widely available. One of my friends had a VHS and on this VHS, I think it was from England where Mm -hmm. maybe they're more free about their bottoms. I don't know. But it was, I don't remember what the song was. It may have been a Christmas carol, but it was sung by buttholes. Like legitimate buttholes were singing the song. It was. It has scarred me into this day.
Do you ever feel like you're thankful that we live in an age where you can confess that now? And it's like, <laughs> cool, interesting. The last VHS tapes I held on to were my from network broadcast mm-hmm. recordings of the entire series of the X-Files. I had every single X-Files episode recorded. Yeah. I had every Next Generation and Deep Space Nine episode like that, yep. From when it recorded, and yep. and I was meticulous about taking out the commercials and like all that stuff. Oh, I didn't do that. And I had them lab- I had a label maker where I like labeled the VHS <laughs> of tapes. You did. <laughs> did you do six episodes to a tape, or did you did you record it in a in oh, a higher? Oh no, you have to record it at the highest. I had two episodes so per two? tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I did six. Yeah, you could speed. switch the you could uh, you could switch the speed of the recording so you could record from two hours. Most tapes it was two hours to six hours. I think they also had eight hour tapes. I yeah. think. Um, if Sounds you're horrible. Really rich. <laughs> I do know, like for the general one, they they offer a terabyte a month, but that's mm-hmm. a lot, right? That's it's like a thousand what, gigs, a th- thousand gigabytes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And a thousand terabytes is a petabyte, and a thousand petabytes is a z- a gigabyte, and a gigabyte is a gigabyte, and a rooga rooga dooga bite. We're in the 20s. We're singing swing songs in I was just doing some searches on on YouTube here in the background, and I just I was typing in CinemaSins, and it auto-populated this search: CinemaSins face reveal. Yeah, that's a YouTube that's a YouTube thing for narrators where it's like you know have has CinemaSins done a face reveal for the narrator kind of thing. Oh. Interesting. I know what his face looks like. I've I've met I've met CinemaSins. Do you guys know that? I once met CinemaSins. No. Yeah. He's a cool guy. All right, so I did the research. You got your kilobyte, you got your megabyte, you got your gigaterapeta exabyte. What's a zettabyte? Like a million gigs? I don't know. It's a thousand of each, right? So it's just exponentially increases. And then after a zettabyte is a Yodabyte. Y O T T A. And then after that's a Grogu bite. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a, a Bronto bite is after that. Bronto? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Brontosaurus. Yeah, what is that? Is that Flintstones? Is that, I feel like I've heard Bronto bite before. I don't know. Didn't they eat Bronto burgers on the Flintstones? It's Probably. very possible. It's very possible. Why don't you know this, Aaron? <laughs> My Flintstones knowledge is lacking. You didn't watch Flintstones when you were a kid? Actually, no. Was it was that on the the Satan list? That's right. <laughs> the non the the bad church. Li- I don't know what that list is called. I don't know Catholics. What is the list that the Catholics have? It's the God. I can't remember what that's called. I believe the we Catholic just call church it, has a list. I believe on the Protestant side we just call it secular. Gum gum gum. Hold on a second. I want to play Jonathan a song. It's lovely. Thank you. It's a kilobyte, no a megabyte, no a gigaterapeta, X is at a byte. It's a Yoda byte, it's a Brana byte, it's a kilomega gigaterapeta, X is at a Yoda Brana byte. I feel like we're on the Animaniacs at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy thing, Jonathan. I We, we actually got uh, something in our, um, our P.O. box. It was a gift from a listener for my mm-hmm. birthday slash Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it, and it was like these chips are good mm-hmm. on it, and it's a it's a gift certificate for me to go to Brahms and get some tater tots. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. 
Well, actually... <laughs> Jonathan is gone. He is frozen and has disappeared. Look at his beard. He had it seared. Definitely weird. I mean, that's what I would say. I can't believe you guys didn't mention Babette's the Feast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 